millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. A. D. N. It's headphones, Neil! What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Headphones Neil Reviews. I'm your host, as always, Headphones Neil, bringing you my review after all this time for the Twilight Saga. So, all the films actually became available for streaming on Amazon Prime, so I got to thinking that I would watch the films, see if they actually hold up to the, I want to say disdain, but general negative um, publicity that I keep hearing about that they're bad movies, the acting is flat and dull, they're not very interesting and things like that. Um, reading some of the uh, reviews and summaries online, it seems like it's one of those things where they always say, you know how they always say when that there's that the books are always better than the films? Well, this seems like, or the reviews that I read were actually more um, evenly split between people who um, hated the movies because either they hadn't read it or read the books and didn't like it and between and then the people who like the books and like the film so I'm doing this review not having read any of the books and um, I put the all of the reviews out of my mind I was gonna watch or I watched the films just on their own merits that okay they made a series of films based on vampires and werewolves and a lady that gets caught in the middle of all of that so um, that's kind of where I'm coming in from or that's kind of my perspective going into the films and overall to me it does not feel like it develops much of a story or reason to watch any of the films granted it kind of starts off as uh, Bella being pulled into the world of vampires and werewolves but they don't really progress beyond that very much so in the first film they or she falls in love with Edward and that's basically it um, um, they do introduce Jacob early in the film but he kind of becomes the dude in a bucket where we don't really see much of him after that until the second film which I guess gives him his powers for becoming a werewolf so then because Edward has disappeared she, um, they spend or Bella spends more time with Jacob but because she's already fallen in love with Edward, she doesn't really go 
or move beyond, like the story the love story doesn't move beyond that like the whole thing in my mind at least was when they had or i heard the, all the hubbub about team edward or team jacob so in my mind i thought originally that it might have been that um jacob and bella actually had a real relationship going but it kind of felt like more evenly on the side of more of vampire versus werewolves um and bella just happened to be there um and then from there it kind of becomes just the ba- at the very base level of the whole existing lore that we kind of know of between werewolves and vampires that the clan um edward's clan um is kind of uh, welcoming because they're they're trying to grow beyond their traditional bloodlust of feeding on humans and then the werewolves hate them because of some treaty from jacob's grandfather you know generations ago so that was kind of okay but beyond that the story felt generally very disjointed didn't really progress much so the first film kind of stands out to set up all the characters a little bit the second one progress because the first one doesn't progress the story of jacob very much the second one resolves that so it actually kind of feels like the first two movies could have been better um divided up as far as the story goes to um give edward and jacob enough uh, growing time in the first film and make edward's le- edward leaving that much more dramatic and giving conflict for who bella loves a little bit more um the third film introduces um bryce dallas howard's character the vampire lady who's hunting bella i guess for some reason i think that third movie had even less of a plot i couldn't quite make sense of it i guess it was more it felt like more trying to progress the story the conflict that bella feels but not really much goes on um and then it rounds out with the final two films um breaking dawn parts one and two um that introduces the idea or that introduced all of um bella and edward getting married um having a baby a vampire human baby which i guess potentially could have been immortal but wasn't and then because the baby has vampire blood they have to save her or um carlisle and edward have to save her even though she has a bunch of edward's uh, venom in her it takes some time for her to revive i guess so be- and then you have um the um vampire hierarchy the uh, nobles the noble vampire clan people um who didn't seem to really serve a purpose in my opinion they were introduced i guess carlisle was a part of them for some time um but it didn't really feel like they were much of a threat or really served any purpose so i kind of tried to figure out what was going on or what they were all about but in my opinion they they were kind of like the lord farquaad of the films from shrek where he has power he doesn't really know what to do with it he's kind of built into royalty and admiralty kind or like basically high royalty but that's really about it so um and then even at the end when you have um i think it was alice the the vampire lady for who can see into the future playing out the whole battle and showing that um royal vampire guy that he's gonna die he convinces the other one uh, other vampires in his clan that there's no threat and they're gonna leave so essentially they avoid a battle i guess so 
I don't know, it just feels like the entire film franchise, it was kind of like a, the Harry Potter without um, any sort of story, connective tissue, anything going on. So it's almost as if you have Voldemort um, losing his power or having his power, I guess, but not doing anything with it. And then you have Harry Potter and his friends trying to avoid him. So essentially, you know, you don't see Voldemort for the much of the films, but they build up his lore and fiction and backstory enough and then they pay it off at the end of the films um even though he's not unable to you know take down a um school of teenage um um witches i guess and uh, mages and all of that but still at least you have him showing some sort of power and backbone the guys in the um ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, bet you get 20, 20, 20, get 20, 20, get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Twilight hierarchy, we're kind of like, we're just going to stay here where it's safe. We'll show up randomly throughout the films. I, it feels like they only showed up a few times, like less than a handful of times. So that's kind of why it was confusing. Like, even though Bella had made her decision, she kind of tried to go back to Jacob or like Jacob was randomly uh, winning, I guess. But through, through the course of the films, Jacob was really the only one of the few characters that I actually cared about because he was the only one who kind of questioned anything, called people out, um, had any issues with anybody. I mean, part of it was, you know, I want to say, tw you know, 25 to 50% of it was um, him hating on vampires because that was in his blood. But the rest of it was him questioning the um, Cullens, um, going, having, you know, the friction with the other werewolves in his pack. The alpha male thing and all of that so his character between him and um edward was the more compelling character um with edward being a vampire they did introduce him kind of with carlisle and how edward is like 105 years old but it was more of say don't show so it's one of those things where there was a lot of wasted opportunity where they could have spent one of the films 
showing how showing you know not necessarily all of Carlisle's rise into vampire becoming a vampire but um his time with the um the vampire royalty coming learning about Edward turning him growing the his clan and ultimately tr working their way away from um feeding on humans to get their blood so it's one of those things where that where the first twilight film could have developed bella edward and jacob the second film could have been a retrospective on carlisle and their family you know kind of along the lines of edward telling the story to bella and falling in love further kind of making the decision by the end of the film the third one in my opinion could have been the royalty learning about the marriage between Edward and Bella, that she's becoming a bigger part of their, the Cullen clan, I guess, and sending the Bryce Dallas Howard character after her to try and take her out. And then um, with Breaking Dawn, um, ultimately, you know, kind of leave that the same. I want to say that those films were actually fine, assuming that there was enough story told beforehand with, um, to uh, lead up to Edward and Bella getting married, having the baby, and all of that. It just felt like there was not enough visuals presented in the films to make those connections. So if the books... Uh, so it all goes back to if the books presented all that information and actually um, detail that out, they it doesn't feel like they were detailed or outlined well enough in the films to make that connection. Um, it just felt like there was a lot of Edward and Bella falling in love, um, Jacob trying to win Bella back and saying that the vampires are bad. Uh, randomly, uh, Bryce Dallas Sour is after her for some reason. There's vampire royals who kind of show up but don't or don't care. And then they all of a sudden care because Bella and Edward have, uh, have an uh, child who is potentially immortal but is not. Um, so there's also, I don't know, just for me... I would probably give a rewatch to Harry Potter over Twilight just because there's even though they're both you know junior high high school kids at least with Harry Potter there's character character development there's individual stories that happen there's some sort of connective tissues there's an ultimate pay, um, payout so things actually happen and progress so it makes me you want to watch more with Twilight it was kind of okay the first one's done it's fine it makes sense with New Moon, it was it felt a lot like more of the same, but instead of Edward and Bella, it was Bella and Jacob. The third one tries to progress the story, but there isn't enough to actually say that it's a progression, and then Breaking Dawn rounds it out, kind of. So, if I was to grade the films just based on their own merits and nothing else, like if they were just films made without any source material, I would probably give them about a C. Um, if you make it through the films, um, there are enough potentially interesting characters. So, like I said, for me, I actually prefer Jacob. Um, I actually wanted to know more about Carlisle and his history. So, like, I had a prequel film just about him. Like I said, with his time with the royalty, how he built up his clan, how he met the various... Or how he came, his clan came to be, so the guy who's super strong... Um, I think Alice, who was the one who can see into the future, I actually liked her character a lot because she was the one who actually had more of a personality than the actual main cast. Even Carlisle had a better person personality, I thought. So his scenes with like with Esme and Bella and everybody else were really well done. So 
it just felt like the supporting cast um, in the Cullen clan and uh, like Bella's father, um, Jacob's father, or Jacob's parents, like all of those people had better uh, personalities that I, made me inter- more interested than, in them than with Bella and Edward. And even they like, and my thing also with them is that their conversations were very, it just felt very like awkward all consistently. Like with the first film, I let it go because it's high school. Um, Edward, I guess, has that overwhelming sense of dread and distaste because he doesn't like how Bella smells, I guess. But And then they're still in high school, so that makes sense. But that generally progressed through the first... I want to say through the third film, it was really generally very awkward. Sometime in the third film, through the end of the film, it got a little bit better, but it was still weird, I guess. But then for whatever reason, um, Robert Pattinson's, like, the way he looks and talks and all of that, like, all of that for some reason worked a lot better in Batman, but it didn't really seem to work here. So that's kind of why I'm, I have a tr- I have trouble recommending watching this film. Um, if you read the books and you like them, then we'll see. I mean, I can't, having not read the books, I can't really say, present that information. But um, for me, I would probably give a pass. They were not that great and then of course you have things like they don't address anything related to vampires like uh why the entire Cullen clan could walk in the daylight for whatever reason i mean um you have things like day walking vampires like blade so that that i was kind of okay with but then it's like depending on the intensity of the sun like they can't stand in direct sunlight but ambient sunlight is okay like if it's sunlight going through a window but not like a beam of sunlight, like it's just sunlight outside, they're okay. But if they stand in sunlight for some reason, their skin turns to diamonds, which none of that they, they didn't explain any of that. They didn't talk about that. Or and even if they did, it didn't seem like it was very clear to me. It would have been nice, for example, in the second or third film with Carlisle, explain as a doc, like Carlisle as a doctor would have been nice to have him explain why that happens like because they don't feed on humans but they do you know for you know for the past hundred years they've been um controlling their thirst only going after you know game and animals and things like that so they've lost their taste for humans but because of that they've developed this weird uh side effect where they like the diamonds happen i guess because they're undead or he developed tried developing a cure to defeat to um, cure them of their um, taste of humans um, and for that the side effect is that they turn to diamonds and they can now or they can now walk in the daylight but the there's still a side effect of their skin turning to um, diamonds and it causes them great discomfort or something like that but a lot of that explanation just didn't feel very obvious in the film so that's kind of like that's kind of why it feels like they introduce characters but they don't really progress any sort of story to go anywhere it's like okay here's a vampire who loves a good human here's a werewolf here's the parents here's some backstory on why the werewolves have a history with vampires and things like that so for me i've watched them i know kind of i guess i kind of know what's going on acting could have generally been better with from the main actors but i did enjoy the um and the secondary character so i call it i'm considering that a wash lack of plot makes it really hard as well to recommend the film so um that's why i gave it a grade of a c 
So if you have any questions, comments, feedback of your own or anything like that, you can comment on this post on Twitter at PatelN01. Um, you can find past episodes, subscribe to the show, get, um, support the show, get all those links and all that good stuff on the website at headphonesmail.reviews. But that is all for this particular episode. Thanks for tuning in and until next time.